The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Finish Strong Friday, a Picks Friday presented by DraftKings. What a weekend, by the way, for DraftKings. Are you kidding me? We got the six NFL wildcard weekend games. You got Monday night national championship. And these are great weekends for DFS. That's on the regular DraftKings app. It's also a winner's Friday where we like to reward those of you that go out of your way to help me and Bri. Tell them, Mike Singletary. I want winners. I want people that want to win. You know, this is one of my favorite things of the week. Number one, figuring out who the winners are, you know, like seeing who did what in terms of spreading the word via social media or YouTube subscriber and comment or sending me a sponsor confirmation email and then picking them out. I love it. And then rewarding them, actually letting them know here on the show that they are a winner. They get a signed press pass, a signed football card, a signed picture, whatever they want. I'm here to give you guys what you want. Spread the word winner is John Corral or Coral, I'm not sure. K-O-R-A-L. I'm going to go Corral. Nah, Coral, I don't know. The Ole Miss quarterback's throwing me off here. He's he's Corral. Anyway, he uh, he liked or loved one of our posts at Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. It's that easy, John. That All you had to do was like or love one Facebook post. Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And you get a signed picture or card or press pass from me to you. I literally have them. For those of you that watch on YouTube, I literally have them right here in my drawer. I get the envelopes. Look, I'm showing you all of them right now. It's like a, all these cards. I literally sign it, put it in the envelope, put it in the mailbox. Like this is not like some other, like this is uh the autograph part of it is a one man operation. So you can also win via Instagram. Or via Twitter. You see how I just went via and via? Most people don't do that. Anyway, at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. You guys know the deal. Sponsor confirmation, email winner. Jill Thomasian? 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 Not sure. You guys are killing me with the last names today. She sent me in a HelloFresh subscription sign-up. By the way, HelloFresh. Holy crap, man. I took a picture. 
I had pork flautas yesterday from HelloFresh. They were so good. They, my wife was going crazy over them. So good. I had four. She had three and is taking the rest to work today for lunch. Pork flautas. Hello fresh. Yes. Love it. Glad I'm glad I'm with those guys. YouTube shout out Josh Austin. For the first time, Josh watched an entire episode on YouTube, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Commented on it. Thank you very much, Josh. You get a cameo style shout out. Hit me up with who you want the shout out for. I'll record it on my phone, post it to YouTube, send you the link. Boom. That just happened. Big show time. The Big Show. Morning, Ross. Well, for the first time ever, we have what we're calling Super Wild Card Weekend. I know in the past you've always talked about how the divisional round of the playoffs was your favorite weekend of the NFL season, and including postseason. What about now with this Super Wild Card Weekend? I think you got to go this weekend, Bri. I think you got to go this weekend. I mean, you are including four more teams in the party. You are, in terms of people playing this week at least, you have six games rather than four. I love the format of one, four, eight, both days, Saturday and Sunday. And then the national championship game on Monday is the cherry on top. So you are right, Bri. I did always previously believe the divisional round was the best weekend of football because it's typically the eight best teams. And if you win, you are playing for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. You win divisional round, you're playing in the conference championship game, and you're playing, you're waking up that morning with a chance to go to the Super Bowl if you win that game that day. But, I mean, we just added two more games, which means there's four more teams involved. This overtakes it. Wild card weekend has now become the greatest weekend in the sport of football, especially when you put the national cha- FBS National Championship on Monday night right after it. No question whatsoever, Brian. Speaking of no question, how about this? How about this weekend? How about what you can do at DraftKings? Now, I'm going to tell you guys later what the point spreads are for some of these games. I know some of you aren't interested. Some of you are. I just want to make sure you know, before I forget, DraftKings is giving you the chance to double your money. All it takes is for one touchdown to be scored during Saturday's football games. That's it. So first of all, we talked about this in the Fantasy Feast podcast, but... These next two weekends, I believe, are the two best weekends in DFS. They're just cool because most people, everybody's done with their fantasy team, right? So now everybody's focused and playing DFS on the DraftKings app these next two weekends, maybe the next three. Then you've got this, you know, the ability to have six standalone games you can make a wager on, including doubling your money if there's a single touchdown scored in Saturday's football games. Crazy. Just make sure you use the code Ross if you're a new player to get that shot at doubling your money. Limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You got to be 21 or older, of course. New Jersey PA only restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Go 100 Gambler. Tux takes. 
Before we get to the picks today, a few important news items. We'll start in Los Angeles. Andrew Whitworth activated off VIR and appears to be ready to start at left tackle for the Rams this weekend against Seattle. You know, what's interesting to me about that, Bri, is a couple years ago, after they went to the Super Bowl, there was all kinds of talk about him retiring. But then he played in last year. He played this year. And he's talking now like he has really no designs on retiring. Kind of interesting. Like, and he's coming back from a significant injury, like rushed and hurried himself back to, to play in this. Like he might play, even though they don't have a starting quarterback. That guy is a warrior, Andrew Whitworth, and one of the biggest dudes I've ever seen. But light on his feet. He's had an amazing, amazing career. Kind of funny to think he was a left guard with the Bengals for a while. Let's talk Cleveland. Uh, They placed uh, safety Ronnie Harrison on the COVID list after he tested positive, and they activated Andrew Sandejo off of the same list. Browns still have not practiced this week, though. Right. I don't know if they're going to be able to today either. It's weird because they've got all kinds of contact tracing going on, but we still haven't heard as of yet of any close contacts however however they did say that there was some community spread i'm sorry there was some player to player spread they believe not just community spreads i don't know if that was like sindejo give it to ronnie harrison or what but i'm nervous about this right well first of all i'm nervous about the game even getting played or not that's number one. Um, really nervous about that. Because if they have another guy test positive or two today, then you move to tomorrow, it, it's not a good situation. When you, when, every time you have another guy test positive, they think, okay, this might be some internal spread here. And then the Browns not practicing. It, I mean, it, it would be one heck of a story if they still somehow won this game. I mean, we'll see who's eligible to play and who's not. And we'll talk about that a little bit in the game picks. But, man, that would be a crazy story if they end up able to win somehow. On the assistant coaching front, Rick Scarangello and Marty Morningweg moving on from the Philadelphia Eagles in addition to defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz. I think we talked about that one last week, didn't we? Well, Saturday, I believe, I think it was Friday or Saturday, the news came out about Jim Schwartz. You know, I might have mentioned that on Monday because I think it came out Saturday. It might have been in my Eagles notes on Monday that Schwartz was reportedly retiring. He made it official yesterday that he's stepping away. Scarangello and Morningwig, you know, Peterson had said multiple times, that he wanted to make sure that there was only one voice and that it was his voice. So I think that's why Scarangello and Morningwig are gone. He wants to make sure that there's nothing getting lost in translation from him to the quarterbacks, whoever that is. There's a bunch of other assistant coach movement. I don't know. Like I said, like the Bengals move on from their – receivers coach you kidding me like the receivers are the best part of their team their rookie t higgins was excellent why are you getting rid of the receivers coach 
or the O-line coach, they have, they have like no talent on their O-line. I mean, some, some of these, I'm not talking about the Eagles in this instance, but some of these other assistant coach moves and other teams, Bri, feels like, it really feels to me like sacrificial lambs to some extent. Takes. Okay, last news item before we get to the game picks for this weekend. Uh, let's talk about Deshaun Watson. He is reportedly very unhappy with the general manager and head coach hiring process in Houston. Right. So, you know, they fired O'Brien like in September. And I guess they told Watson in October that he would be part of the process for hiring the next GM hiring the next head coach. They obviously gave him that huge contract, et cetera. Well, sounds like he gave them several names for GM and they didn't interview any of them. And they just hired Casario. And then he gave them several names for head coach, including Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, And the Texans are the only team of the six with openings, Bri, that haven't requested an interview with Eric Bieniemy, the only one of the six that haven't requested an interview. I mean, you can't make this stuff up. It's almost like they're trying to aggravate him. It's almost like they're they're trying to get him upset. Like interview the guy. Every other team wants to interview him, but you don't interview him. If you don't like him, then don't hire him. But it's like they're going out of their way to be confrontational with Deshaun Watson. It's like they it's like they want him to they want to say to him, no, we're in control, not you. You don't tell us what to do. We do what we want. I mean, it's it's bad. And and supposedly, like, he doesn't have a gripe with Casario. It's just the process. He's not happy because they told him he'd be involved. He's clearly not involved. Some of these organizations, like he's the most important person in the organization. When you have a franchise quarterback, a top five quarterback, he's the most important person in the building. And Cal McNair, the owner, and this Jack Easterby guy, who I don't know who he is, they clearly don't know that. They, they clearly don't get it. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. Well, let's start with the, the uh, first game on Saturday. It's the Indianapolis Colts at the Buffalo Bills. Right. It is the game I am going to be calling. Could not be more excited for this one. And I'm really excited for Bills fans and Colts fans. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I like both these teams. I like the, you know, the coaching staff for both these teams. I'm excited that one of these teams, at least, is going to be in the divisional round. You know, we kind of talked about this with Greg Cosell yesterday. I do think the Colts have a pretty good formula for knocking off the Bills. Number one, I don't feel like the run defense is the Bills' strength or their interior D-line. Remember, Star Latulale opted out. Jordan Phillips left in free agency. That interior defensive line is not the Bills' strength. The interior O-line is the Colts' strength. And they've got Jonathan Taylor. So I really believe that the Colts are going to try to control the clock, 
you know, get Rivers to convert some third downs, but really try to play keep away a little bit from the Bills offense. You can kind of either, and, and Greg might have talked about this yesterday, you can kind of either say, hey, we're going to have to score a bunch of points, so we got to take our shots because you know the Bills are going to score a bunch of points. Or you can say, you know what? Let's play ball control. Let's shorten the game. And let's try to win it 24-23. Something like that. Something in that realm. The other thing is, on defense, you know, the Colts play a lot of zone, as Greg talked about. They shouldn't give up that many explosive plays over the top. Now, they will be without Rock Yassin. He was ruled out because of a concussion, but they're getting Kari Willis back at safety, which helps. TJ Carey will play corner. But the Colts have, between like Justin Houston and DeForest Buckner, who's Defensive Player of the Month, and Danico Autry, they've got the horses to get after Josh Allen with just a four-man rush. And they can blitz Darius Leonard if they want to, et cetera. So between the four-man rush play zone, make them complete underneath, make them stay patient, run the rock. I do think that the Colts have a pretty good formula to beat the Bills. The difference is it doesn't seem like the Colts are playing their best football right now. When you look at the second half of the Colts game, I mean, second half of the Steelers game, really the whole Jags game, it just doesn't feel like the Colts are necessarily firing on all cylinders right now. They've been outscored. 28 to 11 in the second half of their last two games. Meanwhile, the Bills have just been a machine, just a machine. And so I got, I'm going to go with those trends to continue. So I'm not talking both sides of my, out of my mouth. I do think the Colts have the right formula. If everything goes well, I just don't think everything's going to go well. I, I think Josh Allen and the Bills are playing at another level. I don't really expect Beasley to play. Based on watching him jog during pregame, you know, during practice, they showed it the other day. I do think Diggs will play and be effective. I'm going to say the Buffalo Bills win this one. I think it's probably like 27 20, could be 30 to 20. Maybe the Colts play better and keep it closer. But I mean, the Bills scored 30 points on everybody. The Bills, and now you have Josh Allen playing a full game. I think it's like 27. 20, 30 to 20, the Buffalo Bills win. Second game of three on Saturday, the Rams at the Seahawks. It's always interesting. You know, we talk about this on the Even Money podcast. You know, but the, and I'm not going to say the betting line for every game, but for this game, it's three and a half. And I think most people don't expect Jared Goff to play. And what's interesting about it, Bri, and this is just something I think is noteworthy for the Raw Sucker Football Podcast listeners is when there's a quarterback whose status is up in the air, they usually don't have a betting line up for the game because the quarterback makes that much of a difference. But DraftKings and the other sports books have had a betting line up on this game all week, which goes to tell you they don't think there's that much of a difference between John Wolford and Jared Goff, which is really, I think, quite telling and says a lot about a lot, as I like to say. Look, I wouldn't be shocked if the Rams won this game. I do think if it's Wolford, 
they're going to use his legs quite a bit, and they should. The difference is I think now the Seahawks saw that against the Cardinals. The Seahawks are expecting that. They're ready for that. Frankly, I think based on what we saw a couple weeks ago, I think the Rams might be better moving the ball using Wolford's legs a lot than they are just having Goff drop back and Goff does what he, do, do what he normally does. They like the intrigue of not knowing who's going to play. I, I think it's Wolford. We'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I still ultimately think it's a close game. I think it's a low-scoring game. I said that on the Even Money podcast. And, in fact, the total for this game has come down a point. So I'm not the only one that thinks it's a low-scoring game. I just can't go with Jared Goff or John Wolford late against Russell Wilson in a close game because he's done it so many times. Jamal Adams says he'll play. I mentioned earlier Whitworth's going to play. But I like the Seahawks to win a close game. I think this is like 20 to 17, 19 to 16, you know, maybe like 21 20 at most. Low scoring game. One way or the other, Russell Wilson gets it done late. Should be a fun, entertaining game. But I like the Seahawks in a close one. Saturday night, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Washington football team. Alex Smith still not taking that many reps at practice. They're following the same formula they did last uh, last week. Here's the thing. They're going to have a new quarterback next year because this calf strain with Alex Smith is related to his broken leg a couple years ago, which is part of his story, and it's amazing, but you just can't. You can't count on that leg and that calf to, for this to not happen. So I'm fascinated to see who Washington's quarterback will be next year. I don't think it'll be Alex Smith. I think that there is a chance they'll keep him as the backup, maybe on a restructured contract. But I don't think he'll be the starter, and I don't think he should be the starter. As great of a story as it is, as impressed as we are by what he's done this year. Um I just I, – I don't – a lot of people like Washington to pull off the upset here. A lot of people like Washington to keep it close. I don't see it. Brady's playing at a really high level. People point out that Brady didn't play well against certain defenses. Well, okay, that's fair. But, boy, it seems like he's on all cylinders right now, firing on all cylinders. I don't think Mike Evans plays. They're sounding like he will – I would sit him. I, I Maybe they have him suit up as like a decoy, but I would want to get that knee 100% right for next week. And I just don't know that a less than 100% Mike Evans helps you all that much when you have 100% Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Cam Brate, Rob Gronkowski, et cetera. I think, I think the Bucks. I just don't think Washington's going to score very much. Like I, I think this game is 27-17. Tampa, you know, if, I, if you're looking at this on DraftKings, if I had to, I guess I would lay the points. A lot of people are saying take the points, but I I like Tampa to win like 27-17, something in that range. On to Sunday, let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens at the Tennessee Titans. I believe this and the Bills-Colts are the two best games of the weekend. It's interesting that the Sunday 1 o'clock games 
are the two or the, the Saturday and Sunday one o'clock games each day are the two best games of the weekend. Now they haven't won because they're not as big a TV markets, blah, blah, blah. I don't care, man. Ravens Titans gonna be epic. Curious to see how the Ravens defense does against Derrick Henry. They did a pretty good job slowing him down. Greg pointed that out yesterday for the most part. But then the flip side of that, Bri, the Titans have had a pretty have done a pretty good job against Lamar Jackson and this Ravens offense, even though the Titans defense is horrific this year. But as Greg mentioned, all that gap scheme stuff, and it's just been they've been so much more effective. Dobbins and Gus Edwards running the rock. How about that, by the way? Like they signed Mark Ingram to a pretty decent contract, and he's like their third running back. It just there's so much evidence for not paying these guys. Although flip side, Titans are pretty happy they paid Derrick Henry right about now and having him do what he's doing. I like the Ravens. I I, I just don't think the Titans can stop them. I think it's a high scoring game. I think the Ravens win like 34-27. Might even get higher than that. There's just going to be so much running. I think it's harder to get much higher than that. But 34-27, something I think that the Ravens, even though they're saying it's not about that, exact their measure of revenge against the Titans. Chicago Bears and the New Orleans Saints. I think it's hilarious that Mitch Trubisky wants the is is vocally saying he wants the Bears to open up the offense a little bit. I mean, you're kind of the reason why they don't want to do that, Mitch. You know, like they're they they don't trust your decision making. And frankly, the interceptions in the end zone against the Vikings and the Jaguars are as good a reason as any for them to feel that way. It looks like Alvin Kamara. Can we make can, can people stop calling him Kamara? Can they stop doing it? It's Kamara. It's his fourth year. He's been a great player for a long time. The TV announcers get it right. Kamara. It's in the pronunciation guide. Not Kamara. Kamara. You say potato. I say Kamara. Anyway, Saints are going to roll. You know, the real shame of it is the Bears defense isn't what it used to be. You know, they got all these injuries in the secondary. If the if the Bears defense was what it was the first half of the year, this would be a darn entertaining game. But it ain't because it's not. You know what that song, Bri? No. What is that? I forget. It's like, you ain't because you're not. Oh, man. I may have to look it up. You ain't because you're not. What song that is? That's from a song I like. I'm looking up right now. Well, just you hit us up on Twitter if you know the answer. You ain't because you're not. So now I'm having a bunch of videos come up, but they're not really saying it. Oh. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. You know that song? Nope. This is why I'm hot. This is why you're not. Why is it not pulling up the lyrics? You ain't because you're not. Man, I'm just telling you, this is... How can this, this, this website... Oh, my gosh. Now it doesn't even come up. After all that, it doesn't even come up. Thrilling live audio right here. 
thrilling live audio and video. You ain't because you're not. Let me see if that comes up. You ain't because you're not. Wow, there's a website. You ain't because you're not blogspot.com. Anyway, someone will tell me, someone will find it on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL, at Ross Tucker Pod. What was I talking about? You ain't because you're uh, not. The how the sense. Bears ain't going to win on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, you ain't because you're not, Bears. Saints. Man, we're never getting that. We're never getting that two minutes back. That's my bad. Hand raised. My bad. 30. Uh, now, nah, you know what? I'll go 27 17 Saints. I've used that score before today. I think they win by about 10. I don't think the, I don't think the Bears get blown out, blown out. They've been playing too well. But I don't think it's a one score game either. 27 17 New Orleans. Camara is going to play. All right, the sixth and final game of the weekend, the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Fingers crossed, Bryceff. Fingers crossed. Let's hope that this game gets played. You know, there is a kind of a cool element for the Browns in the sense that now nobody thinks they can win. Like, they're really now playing with house money. They really... It's all gravy at this point for them, um, which I think is that's, that makes them dangerous. Maybe Baker Mayfield's going to wake up Sunday feeling dangerous. So just something to keep in mind for the Browns and the Steelers. Um, ultimately, though, I can't do it. I mean, right now, I don't even know how many Browns are going to be out of this game, but I do know Batonio's out. I do know their head coach is out. It wouldn't, like, blow me away, you know, for the rest of time, if the Browns won, I just don't foresee it happening. Steelers, night game, prime time, at home. Ben Hayward, TJ Watt, fresh, back. Browns, no Batonio, no head coach. I'll take the Steelers to get it done. Um, I feel like they could pull away in the second half. Like the Browns could run out of steam here in this one a little bit. I'll say Steelers... 27 Browns 17. I actually think Steelers get a late score to win by 10. I think, I think it's a one score game most of the time, but then Steelers get a late. I, I just think the Browns, it's just been too much they've gone through. They got too many guys on the COVID list, too many guys coming off the COVID list. 27 17. Man, no, I don't pick that for every score. It's just what I think. I don't even think about what I picked on the previous game. I just say what comes out. That's what comes out. Speaking of comes out, we're coming out with a new Tuckheads Happy Hour, patreon.com slash rtmedia. That's the place to be a part of it. One of these next couple weeks in January, hopefully none of you guys are doing the Jan plan, we will have a Tuckheads only Zoom happy hour to go over maybe the playoffs, to go over, you know what, maybe everybody that's on it can ask me about one question about their team. You know, something you always wanted to ask me about your team, patreon.com slash RT Media. We will be back on Monday, an epic Monday, breaking down all of the games. Cannot wait. Enjoy the best weekend in football. The other shows are all already posted for you if you want to check them out. Shout outs. I almost didn't give the shout outs, Brian. Pizza Boy Brewing, 
Might be hitting that up this weekend. Sporticulture, Steakhouse Sports, Vision Comics with an X. Oh, and you guys know I love, if you happen to be driving around or listening to the game on the radio tomorrow, I love when you do a video or a picture of listening to me. Uh, call the Bills, Colts, especially the video. I will retweet that bad boy if you tag me, at Ross Tucker. And if, uh, I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.